the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So without further delay, let me bring in our first guest. He's the president of the New York State Supreme Court Officers Association. His name is Pat Cullen, and he's been on the show before. Welcome back, Pat. Let's talk about your membership. Let's talk about vaccine mandates. Let's talk about people getting fired because they're not getting the vaccine and basically the inconsistency and hypocrisy across the board regarding these vaccines. Welcome welcome back, to Pat. Thanks, Arthur. Thanks for having us. And as always, thank you for your support of our uh, occupation. We appreciate your friendship. Well, I, I, um, I, know way, how you, you know, I know how you guys make the courthouse run, so. That, yeah, that, and, and now I don't have to watch the news because I just listened to the first two minutes of your show. You wrapped up everything going on in the world, minus <laughs> the U.N., but we're ready to roll. Oh, <laughs> I, I, it, it, it took one of my partners uh, over an hour to get home. And you know what, Pat Cullen? He lives about 15 blocks from the office. Right. The yeah, east side of Manhattan, incredible. as you know, is a mess. Talk to me about vaccines and the Supreme Court Office Association. Yeah, well, listen, I mean, based on, you know, the rollback of the mandates and the protocols in the public sector, announced earlier in the week, um, you know, it becomes apparent that it's time for public employees to be afforded the same consideration. Uh, we have employees who have been granted certain legitimate exemptions from the mandate who are still required to provide weekly COVID test results, which we find is asinine at this point. We followed CDC guidelines for almost three years. And now uh, they even say there's little to no concern over COVID, yet we're still treating these people given exemptions with more punitive methods than anyone was even at the height of the pandemic. Um, we have the president of the United States declaring the pandemic over. And, uh, you know, we, we think it's time for governmental employers, municipalities, and specifically the New York State Unified Court System to uh, get with the times. Just so people know, uh, from a lawyer's point of view, we're talking to Pat Cullen, who uh, is the head of the union for the Supreme Court uh, Court Officers Association. Uh, so I have to show my COVID card, and I'm only allowed to get this sticker, which means I don't have to wear a mask, if I'm double boosted. Um, and since I'm not double boosted, I have to walk around with a mask, whereas people who are double boosted um, don't have to walk around with a mask. But even then, I think the second booster shot has to be within six months or something along those lines. And look, folks, the, the hypocrisy of it is, is like... I'm riding the subway and no one's wearing a mask. People are riding buses and no one's wearing a mask. And then you're walking into the car. I'm going to Yankee Stadium tonight with 50,000 people. No one's going to be wearing a mask. Um, so, you know, it's um, it's it's inconsistent to say the, the least. Is that yeah. correct, Pat? Yeah, 100%, Arthur. And you can speak to it again. You, you know, our, our experiences are, are similar in the fact that you may go to court to represent somebody who's on Rikers Island. You have no idea what their real health is. Um, you know, care is like out there, out there when it comes to COVID and how they've been maybe preventing it, whether they're vaccinated, you know. So the inconsistencies, you're right. You ride the subway and then certain protocols are in effect when you get to work and then they're not when you leave work, you know. On, on top of all of that, you know, we have we have these governmental entities that, that, that you know, have fired, terminated, or forced to resign, you know, dedicated public servants. Uh, specifically the two dozen members of our organization that were wrongly, wrongfully dismissed uh, for service for not being vaccinated. 
So that's so, what I was just going to ask you, Pat Cohen. Yeah. What what is um, how many how many guys have we lost citywide, statewide? However you want to break it down. Well, as you're aware, there are you know five unions in the state that represent court officers. We're one of those five, and for our membership, we are uh, we lost two dozen folks that were uh, terminated or forced to resign before they were terminated for not getting the vaccine. And how is that you know losing? two dozen uh, people, how has that impacted your staffing requirements? Well, it, it adds to what is already a breaking point for us. You know, we've lost over 175 officers in our unit alone over the last couple of years, probably 550 to 600 statewide at a minimum. Uh, and that, that's after we had gone on a, a, a month-long campaign for safer courts and actually successfully and efficiently uh, got 600 people hired. We're back below those levels now. And, and like I said, you're in court, you see it. And uh, you know that when we're this short, two things happen. It's less safe for everyone, judges, jurors, DAs, defense attorneys, litigants. Um, and, you know, the calendars come to a grinding halt. Cases and, don't get adjudicated timely. So just so folks know, we're talking to Pat Cullen. He represents the court officers, the Supreme Court officers uh, in New York. And not long ago, maybe it was, yeah, I think it was last week, and I had an incarcerated defendant, and mm-hmm. um, they, they basically could not call my case. Everyone was ready in the courtroom, the stenographer, the judge, the prosecutor, the, the clerk of the court, right. and there was only one court officer. And they said, right. you know, the, the clerk said, I'm sorry, Art, you know, we're ready to call your case, but we need to find another team to go down to yep. downstairs and pull them on up. And we waited for, I don't know, 40 minutes for a team to go from one courtroom to another courtroom and then to go downstairs yeah. to the third floor and, and pull them on up. So it does have a direct effect on the system of justice. No question. And, and, and you know, it, by, by not addressing it, the court system is, you know, acting in a self-destructive manner. In Bronx County today, almost every jury trial in, criminal, in the criminal term that's currently going is a multiple defendant case. And so this depletes already thin personnel resources, and like I said, the calendars come to a grinding halt. Cases don't get adjudicated timely. We see these delays already. You see these delays from from the attorney's point of view. Um, and, and then the system is failing in its its own mission to deliver timely justice to the public that it serves. So, Pat Cullen, uh, the head of the New York State Court Office Association, tell us what you know. What can be done? Who who needs to be lobbied? Who what trees need to be well, shaken to fix this? Well, as you're aware, you know we're actually in a transitional period here, having. Uh, lost our most recent chief judge. We have a interim chief judge. Uh, we call constantly on Chief Administrative Judge Lawrence Marks to address these issues. Uh, you know, we used to have, Arthur, you know, over 100,000 eligible New Yorkers ready, willing, and able to take this job over the years. And we would hire maybe 1,000 to 1,200 people from those lists. That eligible list has shrunk to about 28,000. So, you know, we're seeing even just the people who are interested in, in this employment, this line of work with the New York State court system, be, you know, shrinking by over 75% of the eligible people who uh, took the test, just like everybody else. So, so we're drawing from a smaller group of people. It's harder and harder to find people who want jobs like this. As great a job as it is, uh, there are more attractive things out there for people. And, and you know, in, in this up and coming generation where there's a lot more opportunity technologically and, you know, we could do a whole hour on that. But, is, but is, you know, is, so, so. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Pat. No, no, I'm just saying, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're in an odd position. So lobbying, we can beg, you know, 
all day, all all night. But at the same time, we have to, you know, these people need to be uh, screened, have background, and go through a, an exhaustive training period, and then basically be trained on the job as well. So, you know, it, it's a matter of time, not just function. Pat, we're talking to Pat Cullen, the president of the New York State Supreme Court Office Association. What other municipal uh, agencies are affected by the mandate? Is it is it all of them? Is this these? Well, talk to me. We're, we're state we're state employees, so we're you know we're we're dealing with and we're a separate branch of government from the executive branch. So we're kind of in a in a weird you know kind of corner of uh, public employment as court employees. But um, as you've seen, uh, the New York City Police Department has you know hundreds of individuals who have lost their jobs or been put on some kind of terminal leave or leave of absences. The uh, Department of Education, the same way. Department of Corrections is absolutely decimated by this um, ongoing and, and what I believe to be, you know, really uh, devoid of any rationality or practicality at this point in time. Uh, it's, time for, it's time for us to forge ahead, really. Leave the COVID behind it and the mistakes and the many, many mistakes that were made behind I told you about, you know, what the deal is for, for a defense attorney coming into the courthouse. What are the rules regarding the judges? Oh, the judges were treated throughout this, um, you know, separate but equal, I guess is a good way of putting it. You know, the, the memos that went out about policies and protocols were directed towards some towards judicial personnel and some towards non-judicial personnel. Now, I don't represent judges. So I can't really speak to what happened if some judges weren't vaccinated, but I do know that a lot of them took a stand and a lot of them were granted exemptions. The exemption practice was completely done behind closed doors from even the people who were um, applying for them. So I don't know even how some of, you know, what, what some of our members claimed in order to gain exemptions. Nevertheless, well, well, never mind what I, the judges did. That's what I was just going to ask you. What yeah. were, you know, uh, uh, acceptable exemptions? Do you even know? No, no, because it was all done by committee that, you know, the people submitted written um, basically affidavits to claim uh, the reasons they were seeking an exemption. They weren't allowed to make an appeal if it had been, um, you know, not granted. They weren't allowed a representative. So, you know, a lot of it was done just like a lot of things during COVID, very, very, you know, quietly, very curiously, and, and, and at this point, very detrimentally to, you know, people who have dedicated some, in some cases, 20, 25 years of their life to, you know, public service, public employment. Now, again, this is kind of your, your issue and you're really focused on it. We're talking to Pat Cullen. He's the uh, president of the New York State Supreme Court Officers Association. But I'm pretty sure the mandates were lifted for the private sector. Isn't that accurate? Yes. In New okay. York City, they've been lifted for the private sector. But, uh, I mean... If, if we're thinking rationally and, 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 and in a New York state of mind, we're both New Yorkers here, right? We're, we're, if what applies for one should apply for all. And again, the double standard is what kills us. And labor in the city, no matter what kind of job you do, uh, no matter who your employer is, labor is constantly coalescing with one another to fight against these double standards because it's, it, you know, it's, um, it's the old adage, right? Uh, good for thee, but not for me. Right. And so we're we're constantly chasing these you know these these uh, double standards that we find to be terribly hip- hypocritical. All right, thank you. I want I just I I just want to thank you uh, 
Patrick, for finding the time to talk to us. Keep fighting a good fight. If there's anything we could do here on uh, the Authorized Dollar Power Hour to uh, make your life better, I will tell you this. I'm having the mayor on, with barring any emergencies, tomorrow, and this is definitely one of my topics that I'm going to cover. I know it's, you're a state employee, but uh, you know, obviously his his policies have a tremendous effect on the all, outcome. Yeah, it's all the same. It's all the same. And by the way, that goes the same way. If you ever need anything from myself, you know where we are, man. Thanks so much for your support and for having me on today. All right, man. Keep up the good work. Uh, Um, Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.